This is the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine, brought to you by Realty Exchange, the top-performing real estate company in the Huntington, West Virginia, Tri-State area. Each week, your host, W.G. Bunch, and his guests share memories and stories about the past, the present, and the future of the Huntington, Tri-State area. That's Huntington, West Virginia, Ashland, Kentucky, and the Chesapeake and Proctorville, Ohio areas. If you used to live here, or you currently live here, you're going to catch yourself saying out loud, wow, I remember that. Now, here's WG. Hey, 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 what's going on? Here we are. There you are. Welcome, welcome. It's the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine. I'm your host, WG Bunch. Today, jump in the time machine. We're going to the grocery stores of yesterday. Specifically 70s and 80s. And also that retro food that they don't make anymore. We're going to be talking about that as well. Our sponsor, Realty Exchange. Realty Exchange licensed in West Virginia, Ohio, Kentucky, and Florida. Residential, commercial, investment. You're a first-time home buyer. You want to start flipping properties. You need to get your house sold. Realty-ex.com. That's realty-ex.com. They take care of all of it. Thanks, Realty Exchange, our sponsor today. Now, I've got a special guest. I don't think I've had a guest that hasn't been special yet. So I think all of my guests have been special. It, this is an extra special guest, I guess. Um, Super special. Uh, yeah, there, <laughs> there you go. I want, you, I want you to think about this. Who was your first best friend? Kindergarten? younger, maybe you're very lonely and don't have one yet, but (laughs) think of your first best friend. That's who we're talking to today. My good buddy, Andy Wise. Let me tell you about Andy because this guy, uh, he, he, thanks to me, I think he is very, very successful. Um, (laughs) What Andy does is he's one of like the top, consumer investigators like in the country he's the guy that that goes and exposes all the scams and these people that try to take money you know from uh phone things and showing up knocking on the door saying hey uh we'll do this give us money he exposes all that stuff this guy's been he's a three-time emmy nominee uh he's had laws actually he, he's been responsible for having laws changed that have been outdated he has put criminals in jail that n- need to be there uh he exposes all those scam artists who rob people of so much money uh, but he also he gives credit to the good guys too uh he has a website go to andywisechoices.com andywisechoices.com that's where he puts his seal of approval on the businesses and and companies that you can uh, you can trust doing business with uh, throughout the mid south of yeah. the United Memphis, States, M- Memphis Mid South. Yeah, you won't find him in Huntington. That's okay. And we, well, but I do have content on there that uh, with my consumer blogs, wise advice, wise warnings, where I continue to research and expose this the scams 
ones that continue to haunt us and rear their ugly heads uh, in our lives for the last 20 to 30 years. And also I share my consumer advice on uh, issues that matter to everyone, no matter where they live, like home warranties, as is car contracts, uh, help guide you in making your decisions when you encounter those types of things. Uh, yeah, there you go. Now, if you if you want to see Andy on video, here's what you do. This is my favorite. He's got a lot of them out there. Go to YouTube. You get your 3D glasses. No. <laughs> go to YouTube, <laughs> and I want you to search for Andy Wise flex tape <laughs> that's still the he's got a he, he he has videos out there where people are actually crying because he's helped them and they're and they're very moving and touching but you know that flex tape stuff where they say we cut a boat in half can <laughs> and flex tape it's he does his thing on flex tape now does it work does it not? A quick little backstory on that. As part of what I did as a consumer investigator on TV news for the better part of three decades, I had a weekly television segment of product testing. Uh, and I did that on two separate TV stations in Memphis, Tennessee. So that's what, that's what WG is referring to. I used to test products once a week for their truth in advertising. It was very popular in the Memphis uh, market. And we ran it for the better part of 15 years. And flex tape's the best. <laughs> That's just like, my- that, was, that was a pretty hardcore one because uh, I had an HVAC company uh, at the time uh, build me a essentially a testing laboratory to mimic every single claim the flex tape makes, except the the, the boat, which we the- tried. Yeah, and don't, and I, I found we- out what kind, I found out what kind of boat they cut in half in the commercial. Don't give up the don't get the results. Don't you dare get the results. I never got to test that claim because... No, 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 no. Quack, quack, quack. No, they got to go see it. They got to see Andy in action. He's like, you know, Iron Man has the suit and Batman has the utility belt and Andy's got his microphone. They're all super here. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So beaming in from Florida, what he's, he's my, he's my... F-B-F-F, I guess. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Andy Wise, thanks for thanks for joining. Um, now, fill in the blanks as far as your history with the Huntington Tri-State area. Okay. My family located there six months after the Marshall University plane crash, 1971. Um, we, dad, that was, we moved there after Dad's first stint in Atlanta, after his two-year tour of duty uh, in Vietnam. Uh, He was stationed in California and served, and he had a job waiting for him in Atlanta. Six months later, we were transferred to Huntington six months after the Marshall plane crash. Uh, Rented a house in in Avondale for two years. Then we moved to Wilshire Boulevard in 1973. I think it was March 1973. Two doors down from the host of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's how you and I started our relationship. That is true. And then, and you were here for how long? From that um, uh, Huntington, from seventy-one to seventy-seven, early seventy-seven, right before um, Star Wars came out. But, um, but as far as yours and my connection, seventy-three to seventy-seven. Gotcha. Okay. And you left in seventy-seven, and you. You were back a couple of years ago because I saw you. We were, we hung out. 
You and J.R. Roach and I reunited after 46 years of not seeing each other on Labor Day weekend 2019. It was also the first time I'd been back to Huntington in that long length of time. And I have to, I have to confess. I'm getting teary-eyed. I'm getting all emotional. Why are you bringing uh, this? Well, I did get emotional. Like, oh. you, know, uh, you know I am. But yeah. I was it's surreal to go back to, I mean, that's Huntington's my first memory of childhood. Um, Mm -hmm. so, um, it it was surreal to go back and see how things have changed, how things haven't changed, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, which that, that I always get tickled at that because as being nostalgic, like you are, it's, it's neat to see that some things have not changed. And even the smells in Huntington, like I kept remarking about that smell in your backyard, that reminded me of our time as kids and you couldn't articulate what the plant smell was. You better, so. you better, you better say something to clarify what the smell is. Cause right now people are going, what the hell oh, smell no. does it well, like dead body smell? What kind of smell? No, no, it was, it was, it was a fruit or like Honeysuckle. A, a treat, a tree fruit or tree blossom smell that I've only smelled in my time in Huntington. So it was an immediate memory trigger. And I wish I knew what it was, and it, I wish you did too. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's called Febreze citru- citrus scent. It's called deodorant. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> I I I just spray it all over the backyard. So, all right, <laughs> well, good. Well, Andy and I are here. We're we're, we're gonna uh, take a look at these grocery stores and and maybe hit some of your memory buttons as far as some of that uh, food that we consumed loved and maybe wasn't the best for us back in the day uh and i'm gonna do something a little different we're gonna do kind of a trivia style format because i'm gonna be asking andy a bunch of questions about specifically the foods um and you at home i want you to play and uh you know think in in your mind if you uh if you're gonna get these questions right or not let's start the tour Oh, and also, I can't go to all of them. I mean, we we have a we have a little bit of a time constraint. So, I know there was an AMP and an IGA and other stores uh, that I might do a sequel on. Also, neighborhood stores, uh, Thornburgs, uh, Mansours, Mansours. I know a guy, uh, Mansours. Yeah, Matt, Mike, uh, Monty, Mark. I know some Mansour. I can't remember exactly how. Um, but anyway, uh, we're going to go to th- the three quote-unquote supermarkets uh, here in the Huntington Tri-State area that had multiple locations. First one we're heading to, Tradewell. We're going to Tradewell. If you want all Tradewell. the history of these grocery stores, Google it. This isn't a Wikipedia page. Um Here's what I'll tell you about Tradewell. They had eight different locations. What I remember about Tradewell is they were the first grocery store in this area to have video games. Because I remember we're going to be stopping by Big Bear here in a little bit, and Big Bear was very much against no video games in the store when they first came out in the late 70s and early 80s. Tradewell, first place video games, and Phoenix, I think, was the one that I remember they had in the back at, at Fairfield Plaza. Um, where was trade? Where, oh, where was was Trade Wheel in the Fairfield Plaza? Yes, Fairfield okay. Plaza was it, it. It it was crazy because it's not that big of a shopping center, but you had this huge Big Bear store, and then on the other end, 
this huge trade well, two big grocery stores in the same plaza. Um, See, I don't think I don't think trade well was there while I was there. It used to be it, an A and P. Okay, because uh, I I left before video games became a thing. Yeah, and I, th- I it was an A and P and. And I can't remember when they converted. Might have been an AMP when you were here, um, but it was yeah. And they had locations in I mean all the way up into Portsmouth, and um, but it was it, it was they're no longer with us. Uh, but they had several locations. I know a lot of people. You know, they said, "Oh yeah, that's where we did all our shopping." So here we go. Now, Andy and I are walking into the trade. Well, we have we have uh, grocery lists here from our moms <laughs> that uh, said, here's what we need you to pick up. Andy Andy has not seen these lists. Um, first thing we're getting, oh, at Tradewell, Andy, beverages. We're kids also. Let's keep that in mind. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, and... I guess what I'd like to do is format this as wise choice or, it, I mean, I guess, what's the terminology? Wise choice and unwise choice or not wise, a wise choice? Wise choice, uh, we can say uh, wise buy or don't buy. Uh, okay, I like that. Wise buy or don't buy. And this, All right, let's, we'll, uh, these are our opinions. And we, uh, we don't know these, he doesn't know these questions I've got. Let's get started. No, that's, that's true. Um. We're in the beverage section. New Coke, wise choice or don't buy. Okay, worst marketing fiasco in American history. I would agree. How about Jolt Cola? Uh, if you need to get through uh, now, you. I'm talking about you. Your, you liked it or no? Uh, I actually did like. Uh, it was a wise buy for me, but it helped me get through final exams at Auburn University. <laughs> See, I, uh, yeah, me on caffeine is not a good idea. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I drank one can and it was like three and a half weeks later and I woke up in Mexico going, what the hell? <laughs> so, yeah, not, not, I was more of a milk guy. <laughs> um, how about slice soda? Wise buy. The orange, uh, great uh, competition to Orange Crush, even though Orange Crush is the orange soda of our generation. But now, Slice says, you know, their their marketing thing was 10% real juice. Was that true or not? Oh, I I never investigated Slice's juice claim. Yeah, they, they, they were lemon-lime, and they, they were, um, I think they were the Pepsi. They were owned by Pepsi, and they went up against 7-Up. But their angle was we have ten percent real juice and slice, so <laughs> yeah. That, so 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 moms would go. Well, this is nutritious. <laughs> Did it have ten percent juice or not? What do you think? Uh, well, I, I, based on um, advertising rules and regulations, it would have to be true in order for them to actually make the claim. That is true. You are, yeah. because I, I've had people say, no, it's not, you know, I don't sit and research all this stuff. If you have questions, you have feedback, you have corrections or whatever, you, know, you can email us, info at htstimemachine.com or whatever platform you're listening to. Uh, you know, there should be a place there for uh, feedback. Send it to us. Uh, finally, in the beverage section, 
play along at home. Which Nesquik powder flavor is fake? I'm going to give you four. Three are correct. One is made up. Cherry. I'm going to give you three. Blueberry. Banana. Out of cherry, blueberry, banana, one of those is not a real Nesquik powder flavor. Andy, your 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 choice. It's, it, it's banana. Banana was real. Oh my goodness! Now you're down to cherry and blueberry. What do you think? Which is fake? Blueberry. Blueberry is fake. That is correct. <laughs> nice. That's a good question. I, I mean, I never got into Nesquik. I, I, I think the only Nesquik flavor I ever had was strawberry. See, I, I, I didn't even know it went in milk. I would just eat it right out of the can. <laughs> I was like, what? Just a pinch between your cheek and gum. Yeah, well, why, exactly. Well, I'm going to dilute this with milk. Uh, this is a crazy thing, but for some reason, our moms also put, while we're here at Tradewell, to get personal care items. So here's uh, we're, we're now moving over to the personal care section. Here's your trivia. Play along at home. Andy, I want to see if you know. Okay. There was a shampoo marketed as having beer in it. Beer. Mm. And in fact, the tagline was, but don't drink it. It was a shampoo made with <laughs> real made it. with real beer. Do you remember the name? Oh my goodness. No, I have no clue. Body on tap. Body on tap. Yes. It was a and it was actually made with real beer what what the hell beer has to do with clean hair i have no idea it not, may not to be confused with tap that body which is a whole different product. <laughs> yes yes that's that that is <laughs> that is totally different <laughs> how many kids do you have by the way <laughs> two okay gotcha um <laughs> next question personal care mm. There's a pantyhose sold in a plastic mork from orc looking egg. What was it called? Uh, legs. You are correct. Yes. And which color looked best on you? <laughs> uh, black over my head when I made the visit to the bank. See, <laughs> I was always I always went for nude. <laughs> Just because I liked seeing it nude. Um <laughs> All right, finally, last one here in the personal care section. Okay. Which, do you remember Bonnie Bell Lip Smackers? No. They were like they were like flavored lip glossy type of chapstick things. They were mm. they were more chapstick. I don't think they were gloss. Girls used to have all these different flavors and stuff, but it's basically chapstick. Which okay. flavor of Bonnie Bell Lip Smacker is fake? And I'm going to give you three. Okay. Orange push-ups, bit of honey, or seven up? Bit of honey. Bit of honey is real. Oh. Your, cho- your choices now are orange push-up or seven. Wait, listen. Li- do you hear all the- you hear all those women yelling right now? They're yelling. <laughs> well, the- they're yelling the right answer to you. Listen. When you when you said Seven Up, it started to it triggered a memory where I actually do remember the Lip Smackers now, and I think I can remember them being on the shelf 
at a convenience store uh, on Halgrim Boulevard, right across from Meadows Elementary. And I remember the Seven Up flavor. So Orange Push Up is the fake. You are correct. Oh, yes. And I think the reasoning. Yes. And I'm, I'm trying to think. You might be thinking about Doyle's Pharmacy. No, I think that's what it was because I used to get comic books there. There, yeah, there you go. Doyle's Pharmacy. There you have it. All right. So, Tradewell, thank you very much. Let's move on. Okay. Our next stop is, a, is an iconic uh, grocery store from the past, B&B Food Market on Fifth Avenue. Now, they're – All right. Now, hold, hold on one second. Okay. Oh. Before we go on to B&B, I – this, this came to mind based on what we're talking about. What would be your perfect packed lunch, no matter where you bought this stuff for? Hmm. Like in, like in elementary school or something? Yes, yes. Um, hmm. Well, I would say the lunchbox I'm carrying is my $6 million man lunchbox. And I, well. I don't really care what's in it as long as there's a chocolate snack pack in a can has to be in a can with the pull off tab and we can slice your fingers and yeah. a note from my mom that would just say, have a great day. I love you so much more than your sister. That's all I need. That gets me through the day. All right. Mine would start with my NFL lunchbox. Okay. Oh, and that, and that, that's when like not one team, it was like all the logos. Yeah. Had all the teams on it. Yeah. Right. And I'd have a, can of soda that my mom would wrap in foil to keep cold throughout the day. Okay. What? A what? bag of Cheetos. Mm-hmm. All right. The exact same pudding you just described with the, <laughs> with, with, with the suicide lid. <laughs> well, I, I would keep I would keep the lid throughout the afternoon in case somebody tried to bully me, and I, I'd go, "I'll cut you." And a bologna and ketchup sandwich on white. All right, this call is over. <laughs> what? And I mentioned the sandwich because I have a personal story. About bologna that. and ketchup on white bread. Yeah, and a, and the, my personal story is Huntington exclusive. Okay. Okay. My mom, being who she is, and always wanting to please her son, knew I loved bologna and ketchup sandwiches so so much that from the time I started kindergarten at Meadows Elementary to the time we well until second grade early in second grade before I moved away from Huntington she packed the lunch I just told you including the sandwich <laughs> that ended that ended when my body said you know what we've had we've had enough of these bologna and ketchup sandwiches they're disgusting. You need to figure this out. And since you can't do it on your own, we're going to teach you. <laughs> and I threw up all over the floor in the cafeteria of Meadows Elementary. No, no, no. Tell me no. I don't. Ooh, yeah. no. Oh. I, did, I, I remember that happening. And I, my body finally rejected the monstrosity that is bologna and ketchup sandwiches. Oh. And mom never... Uh, that never ever happened ever again after that. So. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> oh, I could I, I could see that. Wow! But uh, I've never tried it. Don't think I will. Don't um, recommend it. Man, oh man, 
But that is a good story, though. <laughs> I didn't know that that was you. <laughs> you know, in the yeah, you didn't have my back. That the lunchroom right? has a plaque, but there's no face on it. It's like you know, they've got a a memorial to the ketchup and bologna kid. This was where it was. Oh, sorry for the cap. The cafeteria workers I had to yeah. take care of that mess. Jeez, oh, woo. Um. Wow. Well, all right. Well, uh, we're at B and B. B and B Food Market. Uh, here, yeah, here's here's uh, just a couple little tidbits. Uh, I could go on about th- the the main patriarch of the the B and B Food Market family, uh, Mr. Beckwith, John Beckwith, uh, raised a ton of money for cancer research. Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but he was actually named National Grocer of the Year. Uh, he, 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 he was a, he was a big deal. Um, he also lived in our neighborhood and, uh, when it came to, a lot of people will remember this. If you lived in, if you lived in my hood, um, he lived right next door to me, didn't he? No, he lived uh, around the corner on Oakwood road. Oh, okay. And his thing was on trick or treat. If you came to the door with a B and B grocery bag, you got a full size candy bar. Ah, oh, that's a cool little idea. If you didn't, you got smacked. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 no, you, you just get a regular fun size. But you got, um, you got an extra, you got an extra large razor in your apple. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, I don't know if I ever actually trick or treated with a B and B bag, but it was like it was all. I had the B and B bag inside my bag, and yes. uh, and so you had to work out a system with your friends. Hold, hold this, and I'm gonna go up there with the bag. But yes, you got a full size candy bar if you, you went up there with the B and B grocery bag. So I'll have to ask my mom about that because I don't. I have no memory of that. Yep, it was it was it was, uh, it, it was, it was a, a popular. It, it was the only house that had a line and a doorman. Who, who, like, okay, you can't, we, no kids can go up there until another kid leaves. Um, all right. So on our list, since we're at B&B and we're talking uh, trick or treat, um, candy. We get to buy some candy. Oh, all boy. Right, now we're talking. All right. Um, what 70s and 80s, your favorite Gum. Oh my goodness, syrup gum. Uh, bubble yum grape. Oh, interesting. All right. I remember. I mean, you know, for the longest time, bubble yum had just that singular, fa- you know, the traditional flavor. Then, in, somewhere around seventy-eight or seventy-nine or eighty, they started diversifying their flavors. And I can remember when the grape came out as the first different flavor from the original, and it was like, you know, it was like somebody invented. Uh, the the cure for cancer or something. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're thinking, a junkie. I, think, I remember thinking that, that that is so creative. I want all the great bubble yum you got, sir. Wow. Yeah. I thought you were. I thought you would probably answer what I answered with. Oh, uh, what did you? What did you answer? Big league chew. Oh well, not necessarily for the flavor, life, yeah. but the experience. 
Yes, yes. Because you play like you got a big, big wad of tobacco, in your and mouth. It, it, it it was in your back pocket when you played little league, and yep, yep. yep. So I, I I went with big league chew. Um, Good choice, wise choice. There, there we go, wise choice. Now, how yes. about um, the not wise choice? What what's the worst gum we could buy here? I think, with all due respect to its longevity, it's highly overrated. And that was, uh, oh gosh, the yellow package. Yeah, juicy uh, fruit. Juicy fruit, yes. Because oh. I, I respect how long it served our community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that juicy fruit was only juicy for maybe two minutes. Okay. Hmm. And then, then you had a wad of something in your mouth that was nasty. So. Yeah. I have a I have a tie. Um, mine. Uh, there was a gum called Freshen Up. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was that was lousy. It, it, that had like a liquid center that was just a terrible. Oh, yeah, that was, God, it was. And my mom would buy it all the time because she knew I wouldn't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was awful. It was like oh, biting into a piece of gum and all of a sudden no 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 no, and the and that I, I've got that tied with <laughs> I can't remember what the actual name was, but they were like baby chicklets. Yes. They chicklets were bad enough. And then they made these little like you had to get tweezers to <laughs> I remember that. They were awful. And it was like you had to you had to pour the whole bag in your mouth and it was like this is just twenty eight. <laughs> Didn't even chew anything. You had to put the whole thing in your mouth. It was all. It was. It was at the chiclet factory. They looked on the floor and they were like, "Yeah, we could probably sell all these little pieces that fall out of the machine." <laughs> yeah, okay, mini size chiclets or two. Those two, <laughs> those two are the worst. All right, so now let's go through. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll give you four candies. You tell me wise choice or no. Number one, Rolos. Wise choice. No, not wise choice. I'm not rolling yes, any are. I'm not rolling anything to anybody else. It's my candy. Get your own. No Rolo. <laughs> Reese's oh. pieces. Wise choice or no? Which one? Reese's pieces. Wise choice. No, not wise choice. Give me M and M's. ET can have the Reese's pieces. Nope. <laughs> marathon okay. Marathon Bar. Don't buy. Why? It's not a wise buy. It's a I agree. Buy. It's too, it's, too, it's it's long, but it's flat, and it's just caramel and chocolate. Uh-uh. And yeah, it's not 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 creative enough, and didn't taste it didn't taste good enough to to uh, outplay its lack of creativity. And the Saturday morning commercials for Marathon Bar started Pat, starred Patrick Wayne, John Wayne's son, oh, as a I- cowboy. That's a very good piece of trivia. And the last one, the Reggie bar. I was interested in that because of my love for baseball, but it was a huge disappointment. It was like after I had it. It was like a and I had it. Go ahead. It was like a baby Ruth cluster. It's that's the best way to describe it. And I like baby Ruth, but putting Reggie's likeness and name on it, I, I was like, this better be better than anything I've ever ha- had. And all it was, was a, like a, like you said, a baby Ruth or a hundred thousand dollar bar ball. Mm-hmm. And it, again, 
complete lack of imagination uh, with one of the great Hall of Fame players of all time, and he got paid for nothing. Just so you know, if I, I looked this up recently. If you have an unopened Reggie bar uh, on eBay, they sell for about 25 to $35. Okay. Which is, I don't know who's buying them, but somebody else. <laughs> um, so, and also, since we're in the candy section, right in front of you, every single trading card from the 70s and 80s, every sport, every movie, every theme to a trading card from the 70s and 80s, you can buy one pack. Which one are you buying? Oh, I'm buying a pack of Topps Baseball, baby. Because, yeah, you want to get paid later. Yes. But that's that's still, the, even though Major League Baseball is separating its business relationship with Topps, Topps Baseball cards are still the, the most authentic and the best produced cards. And I think you probably already know which pack of trading cards I'm going to buy. Star Wars. Oh, no. That, that's number two. Oh, I, I, I got to get my kiss cards, baby. Oh, your kiss cards. Yes. Absolutely. So, all right. Other thing on our uh, list here, meat. Oh, God. We have to go to the meat section real quick. Uh, like wise, cho- wise choice. Liver. Oh, don't buy. Liver is never going to be good. Ever. No, never. It, it never. You, I don't. Don't send us any recipes. Don't, no, liver is always forever going to be terrible. Yeah, affinity for liver ended with our parents' generation. Oh God. It, yeah. No. No. Because I, I know what it is, and no thanks. Um. Uh. Steakums. Awful. Don't buy. Ooh. I I, I, t- I took that bait in the year in the early eighties. Uh, that was something that mom packed in my lunch uh, in the early 80s before I <laughs> became the high, high schooler, and I thought that stuff was nasty. Oh, I I I, I didn't I didn't mind I didn't mind to get steak and sandwich. I don't, I don't sandwich. think even real beef. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> does it really matter? It's like a big big slat of pressed soybean. The whole thing though is you had to use like the entire pack to make one sandwich because it was like I don't know what instrument they used it was the thinnest you, you hold it up you could see through it um That's, uh, i think i think you know what i here's here's my my gut my hunch i think it's liver no <laughs> oh mom you're serving me liver and i didn't even know it um and i need a whole bottle of french's mustard just to get through <laughs> yeah. what about um sizzling which was the bacon ish stuff um i think i had it once um I'm saying don't buy because you know you yeah. should never skimp on bacon, just like you should never skimp on toilet paper. <laughs> half ply? What's half ply? Um, <laughs> and then I mean, go ahead. Why buy sizzling when you can get bacon for you know a comparable price? That's actual bacon. And I can't remember what the sales thing was for sizzling. It's something I, where I I can't maybe I think it was maybe microwavable and it was ready and. And they're also alleging that it was le- fewer calories, but you know, and the way and the way that oh, that's where the lean days, comes in. Almost every single diet imagined now allows bacon to be a part of it. I think so. I I read somewhere online that eighty seven percent of all the people who ate sizzling are now dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. Um, yeah, and then uh, finally, this is kind of the meat section, I guess, but. Uh, 
best TV dinner? Like, what's the main course? Oh, Lord. Gosh, I haven't, it's been so long since I had one. As a kid, oh you did, I, okay, all right, hoity-toity. <laughs> there was fried chicken and Salisbury steak and turkey and meatloaf and... Fish sticks and tartar sauce. I, I don't know if that was one or not. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't care as long as there was a little cherry cobbler thing in it, <laughs> which was like one spoon. <laughs> one spoon, yeah, it was yeah. gone. It was certainly real chilies. I mean, real <laughs> chilies. Real cherries. Yeah. It was absolutely authentic. All right. Leaving... B&B, and now we're going to this one. I think you might remember. This is our last stop. We are, okay. and let me give you a couple facts about this place. Big Bear. Oh. Big Bear. That's probably, that was probably your home base as far as. That was that was my family's home base for grocery shopping in Huntington. Yes, oh. from, from and 71 is, to 77. Is now parking lot of of Cabell Huntington Hospital and Marshall Health and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. we had four in the area. Um, I, I were. What I remember about Big Bear is they had this thing, uh, Buckeye Stamps. Yes. It was like a book, and whatever you spent, they gave you these stamps. You put the stamps yep. in the book, and because, you know, this is before Kroger cards and all the other, you know, uh, customer exactly. appreciation programs and stuff. But then you brought in your book if it got full, and it was like going to an arcade where they had like this big counter. Yes. <laughs> like, okay, you got uh, 290 stamps here. What would you like? Uh, let's see. I'll <laughs> take. And the only thing I remember my mom ever getting from there is a set of the ugliest ass plates and matching mugs that were just. I, I was like, <laughs> it was like, oh my god, no, 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 no. And I was young I, I mean, to be young and go, no, these are ugly plates. That's, I mean, but they meant a lot to her. They didn't stick around long. I may have accidentally dropped them. Um, anyway, here's, here's my here's my funny Buckeye stamp story, and it happened within just the last few years. Actually, it happened right after I visited you in 2019. When we reunited, I was, I was talking to mom about our trip and things like that. And, I, and we, I was waxing nostalgic about things. And I said, Hey mom, I can remember when we were at big bear and, and I can remember you paying for our groceries with food stamps. <laughs> and she said, whoa, 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 what? And I said, yeah, mom, it's, it's all right. I mean, I, but I had this fond memory of you paying for our meal, our groceries with food stamps. Uh, and I, I figured that, you know, my, I didn't think about it at the time, obviously, because I was a kid who didn't understand. But I figured that you and Dad were trying to make ends meet and stuff. She goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa stop! <laughs> we never paid groceries <laughs> of food stamps. What are you?" T- and there's nothing wrong with you. You'd have these little. She goes, "No, Andy, those are Buckeye stamps." And then she goes and explains the whole thing that, like, as you just eloquently did uh, about Buckeye stamps. So I remembered Buckeye stamps, but I thought it was because my parents were on hard times. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was Big Bear's way of saying thanks for being here, and <laughs> yes. And how how else do you think you got those tough skin jeans? I mean, those are those were in the those were right there on the glass counter. You know, uh, can you get can you get those with Buckeye stamps? I don't think so, but oh, it was okay. just the first thing that came to my mind. Shame. Yeah. Um, oh, also Big Bear, they claim that they were the first in the United States to have cashier operated conveyor belts 
Oh, really? Yes. First in the United States. That's what. Yeah, that's that's a, a little tidbit of information that that I found, which is interesting. And hmm. my fondest memory of Big Bear is their carts were an interesting layout because you could ride under the back. Exactly. Yes. yes. You could sit on the bottom because the basket itself was high. Yes. And so you could sit Indian style in the basket. And it was uh, it was like, uh, you know, when like Harley Davidson people pass each other on the highway or on the street or whatever, yeah. and, and they have that little whatever, they put their hand down or, yeah, they're, they, they, they've got to a... To acknowledge the other, other rider. Yeah. yeah. And you'd go to Big Bear and you'd see other kids. Yeah, you, and uh, you know if if it was you're on aisle nine, you're like, what's up? What's yeah, exactly. If it was a if it was a a boy, then as you passed, you just kind of did the nod upwards, <laughs> like, hey, what's up? If it was a little, if it was a little girl right before you passed, just wink and you go, how hey. you doing? Yeah, exactly. There you go. yes. So I would sit on the on the bottom of that of that cart. That was that was definitely my uh, my best memory. So all right, now I, we're in Big I Bear. That too, awesome. And we've got two things to buy here. Number one, cereal. Oh, baby, baby. We could go Mm -hmm. on and on about cereal. Now, I'm going to give you a list of short list of cereals. Okay. You have to tell me were these were these actually made or am I making them up? Real or fake? All right. right? Okay. Okay. Mr. T. Oh. Did Mr. Teak have a cereal after Rocky Three in the A-Team? Hmm. I have no memory of that. I'm going to say fake. True. Uh, Smurfs. What was the next one? Smurfs. Murfs? Smurfs. Smurfs, a little <coughs> blue dudes. Hmm. I'm going to say fake. True. Hmm. Pee Wee Herman. Oh, I'm, I feel like I'm falling in the trap here, so I'm going to say real. Fake. <laughs> Cabbage Patch Kids. Uh, there was a Cabbage Patch cereal, I'm pretty certain, because of the popularity of the doll. I'm saying that's real. True. Okay. Kiss. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I mean, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley, uh, marketing pros of elite nature, Yes, I'm sure there was a kiss cereal. No such thing. Oh my goodness! Uh, I fell in the WG r- trap. <laughs> Rainbow bright. Uh, Rainbow bright. No, uh, that's fake. True. You're, oh, you're, 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 hopefully, everybody at home is doing better. Nintendo. Nintendo cereal. Correct. Uh, gosh, I'm trying to like in the shape of the logo. <laughs> I mean, or are they all shaped like the controllers? I'm afraid I can't uh, give you any hints. Uh, I'm going to say true. You are correct. It is true. <laughs> Strawberry shortcake. Yes. Cause I, that was on my, and when you said, when you said the uh, one earlier uh, uh, about the, uh, Cabbage Patch. I was like, strawberry shortcake was the first thing came to mind. Yes, there was a strawberry shortcake cereal. True. Yes. Rocky Balboa. Fake. Correct. And last one, Pac Man. There was a Pac Man cereal. That's true. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then our final stop over here at uh, Big Bear is we got to go to the snacks. 
I mean, God, it's hard. <laughs> oh, but you know what, sir? You got to buy it, Big Bear, though, right? Which one? You got to run the table on the monsters, dude. Now, Count Chocula, Frankenberry. Keep going. Blueberry. And there are two more. Uh, let's see. Frankenberry. Don't look them up. I'm not. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, on, the, I'm on the very thing that I use to look things up. I, I, know, um, I, know, the fi- I, know, I know the five. All right. So I said Blueberry, Boo- Count Chocula, Frankenberry. What was the Wolfman cereal? That's one of them. Yep. Fruit, uh, fruit, brute. Fruit what? Fruit brute. Fruit brute. Yeah, it was the Wolfman cereal. And I he, never would have guessed that one. Yep. Uh, and then was there a long for, for like the creature of the Black Lagoon? Nope. Like, like, like. It, uh, it was banana. Fishmonger. It, it, was, it was tuna flavored cereal. Not a big seller. No. A it, peanut butter. No, peanut butter. Yummy mummy. Yummy mummy. That was, those are the, I would never have got. I would never gotten the, the wolf one, but I should have got the mummy one. We could go. We could go into cereals all day. I, you know, I'm still disappointed, but I guess I understand. Well, see, my favorite as a kid was honeycomb. I mean, honeycomb's big. Wise choice. Wise yeah, choice. yeah, yeah. It's not small. No, 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 no. Yeah, and he, let's bring out the tape measure. One inch. Then they <laughs> redid it and. It's smaller because it got mushy and milk too too fast. The big ones, which mm-hmm. just was never a problem for me, because I <laughs> I had it a bowl done in thirty seconds. So <laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't give it time. Um, anyway, all right. Last stop here is uh, okay. we're going over to the snacks aisle. I know. I see our moms are pumping us full of the sugar. Um, uh, <clears throat> Twinkies or zingers? Oh, Twinkies. Yeah, I, 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 I'm more of a fruit pie guy. Oh no! I wasn't a big. Man, fruit I, pies are awful. <laughs> Lord, you talk about you talk about stuff squeezing out and squirting in your mouth. From but a, they were twice like, as like big. Fr- they're twice as big. And fruit they, pies are Hostess's version of the fresh cut <laughs> gum. That's a good, and they also and they also advertised in comic books everywhere. I mean, all those hostess things. I do they were remember that. I do remember. They that. knew yes. their. They knew the target audience. It was like Green Lantern loves ho hos. So should you. <laughs> now ho hos. I, I can go to town some ho hos and some king dogs. I can wear that stuff out. Do you know? Don't the, give me. Don't give me no hostess fruit pie. You know the difference between king dons and ding dongs. You know what? That's a good question because I remember when they changed the name, and I was like, "Why did they do that? Why do they?" They're, they've always been called ding dongs, but in some period of the seventies, God, I don't know why I know this useless information. It does me absolutely no good, except for something like this. Um, there was a factory that made them in Canada, and in Canada, they were called King Dons, and they mm-hmm. they furnished the Northeast for a few years. Um, and so we were getting Canadian ding dongs. Oh, I mean, uh, see, I that's that's fa- I did not know that story. I, I thought that they changed the ding dongs because you know how people start to colloquially call something something, and then to where it becomes what they say is more important than what the manufacturer actually named the product. Right. And I think, and then, the, and I thought they just changed the ding dongs because every every dumbass American was calling it a ding dong. And I think they it, it was originally like a ring a ling or something. But I, I mean, it really, it was like some wrangle. 
and whatever it was, it was like, no, you know, ringling that just doesn't have a. How about ding dong? <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's kind of the same thing, but whatever. Not, not to mention that that's also a euphemism for something else. Yes, that, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing is just like you know, it, it, kids just would like to say it just because you know I'm not cursing. It's the name of this snack. Um, <laughs> all right, and so while we're here in the snacks, wise choice or not, soft batch cookies. What type of cookies? Soft batch. Soft batch cookies? You don't remember soft batch cookies? Is that like a chocolate chip cookie that's that's doughy? Yeah. It was like, it, yeah, because it, it, Chips Ahoy and stuff, they were the big ones, and they were like real crunchy and stuff. And then yeah. they in the early 80s, as, they came out with soft batch cookies, which were like mushy. I say why, that's a wise buy, a wise choice buy, because sometimes you want a little bit of difference in texture. I like Sometimes I want it crunchy. Sometimes I want it soft. So, yeah, boom. I said it's a wise buy. Mm, not a fan for me, but I, but I know a lot of people who loved them. Last one. Now, don't let the pitch man get in the way, but Jello pudding pops. Oh, yeah, they're wise, wise buy, wise choice. Don't think I ever had one. Well, you said you had the ones in the in the in the uh, you know, the suicide cans for a long time, and then they moved them to the plastic ones. Of no pudding pops. The oh the put oh the pudding pop like the ones that are frozen. Correct. Oh yeah, the, the Jello pudding yeah, pops. I, oh boy, here they come, the Jello pudding pops. <laughs> My mom would keep a whole freezer full of those things, and I loved them. They were great. How come I never got to come over and have pudding? Because I was 2,000 miles away. Oh, you'd already moved. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Well, that's it. We uh, our, our moms are saying bring back the credit card. Um, <laughs> so, And how did you steal the car? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your feet can't reach the pedals. Andy's, come on. Andy's steering, and I'm down there working the pedals. So, um <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. Your thoughts, your feedback. Um, you know, it, the the grocery days of of yesteryear. Uh, let me thank everybody for listening. Andy, did you have a good time, my friend? Oh my goodness, absolutely. Please have me back for something else. All right, we can we we can work that out. Uh, we've got other episodes. We've got a uh, lot of things for you to check out. You can go to htstimemachine.com, anywhere that you can hear podcasts. Well, you know that. You're listening to us right now. So uh, my thanks again to Andy Wise and Realty Exchange, our sponsor. Thanks again. We are out of here. Thanks for listening to the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine, brought to you by Realty Exchange, the top-performing real estate company in the Huntington, West Virginia, Tri-State area. If you have a memory you would want WG to talk more about, just send him an email at memories at htstimemachine.com or post a comment on the Time Machine Facebook group page. Did you like this episode? Be sure to share it with friends and family. You can find a link in the show notes that you can use to share it. And be sure to let Realty Exchange know that you like the podcast as well. Their contact information can be found in this episode's show notes.